Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil anbiyayi vel mursalin Muhammedun Resulullahi sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem teslimen kathirin kathirin. Amma ba'du. My brothers and sisters, I have recommended this book many times to many people and I am recommending it to you again which is, the book is called Outliers. O-U-T-L-I-E-R-S, outliers, meaning people outside the normal bandwidth of people, outliers. And it's, the book is written by a statistician called Malcolm Gladwell, Malcolm Gladwell. So I strongly suggest that you read this book. One of the things that he talks about in his book is what he calls the 10,000 hour rule. 10,000 hour rule. And he says, and he doesn't just say it, he proves it statistically, which is a very uh, intense and uh, exact way of proving something, statistically. He shows the difference in expertise in anything. He takes, for example, golf, he takes uh, different, uh, you know, disciplines. And he shows the expertise between somebody who has done that for 6,000 hours, for 8,000 hours, and for 10,000 hours. And there is a uh, difference of magnitude. It's not just a difference in terms of, uh, you know, numbers uh, or percentages, but difference of magnitude between 6,000 hours, 8,000 hours, and 10,000 hours. You might say, well, 8,000 and 10,000 is close, right? Just 2,000 hours. Why does it make? It makes a huge difference. Major, major, major difference. So we're talking about there in doing, doing what is called thoughtful practice. Thoughtful practice. And uh, that is another wonderful book called uh, Talent is Overrated. Talent is Overrated uh, by a man called Geoff Colvin. G-E-O-F-F-C-O-L-V-I-N. Geoff Colvin. These two books I think are very important to read. So please do read them. Jeff Colvin. He talks about thoughtful practice. So it's thoughtful practice of something for 10,000 hours. Now, I'm sure many of us have heard this term. You would have heard this phrase, you know, practice makes perfect, right? You see, practice. Practice does not make perfect. Practice makes permanent. Doesn't make perfect. Because if you're doing something incorrectly over and over, you will just do it incorrectly over and over in the same wrong way. So practice does not make Perfect practice makes permanent. Correct practice or thoughtful practice makes perfect. There's a big difference. Now, one of the places in, in terms of, of Islamic teaching and learning, one of the places we find this very often is in Tajweed. People who come from places where uh, Fusha is not, the, uh, is not the language they speak normally, uh, you will find that in Tajweed, the recitation of Quran, they, their accent is from their, from the Amiya uh, Lahja that they are using. So, for example, you will find Egyptians, when they recite the Quran, all the, all the places where there is Jim, they say Gim. Right? They say Ganda uh, and so on, so on. So, instead of Jannah, they say Ganda. So, uh, people come, who come from the subcontinent, from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, uh, there is no difference in uh, the Urdu pronunciation of uh, Zal, Za, uh, Zaw, and Da. Everything is pronounced Za. 
So when people who for whom Urdu is the uh, mother tongue, when they are reading Quran, you will find that they will they will say Walla Zalin, Amin. They will say Walla Zina. They won't say Walla Zina. They will say Walla Zina. They will say uh, uh, Zilal instead of Zilal. Uh, completely different meaning. Right? So it's not that they are doing it deliberately. It's just that the tongue is used to one sound. So you have to be very conscious when you are when you are reciting Quran to say, am I pronouncing it correctly in the Arabic way? I'm not reading Quran in Urdu, I'm reading it in Arabic. I'm not reading it in, in, in uh, Masriya or uh, Suriya or something, I'm reading it in Fusha. So practice, correct practice or thoughtful practice makes perfect. And the reason I'm saying that is because many of us, we, whatever we do, obviously we want to become good at it. But we forget one very, very important rule, which is that if you want to be good at something, you have to do it correctly and you have to do it over and over and over and over for 10,000 hours. And that is very boring. That is very boring. Let me put that straight away. There is, it's one of the most boring things is to do the same thing over and over again. But there is no other way. There is no other way. The, the only way that you will get perfect at doing something is to do it over and over again. And over and over for that many times until it becomes second nature to you. Automatic. right? So we start from uh, thinking and doing to doing it where there is no apparent thought and there is an instant reaction and the reaction is always correct. One of the places where this is uh, seen and measured is martial arts where they find that uh, somebody literally when the, the, the great martial arts martial arts artists uh, is literally faster than a bullet and it's completely unthinking it's just the muscle reacts in that amazing speed because of the number of times the repetition that they have done things over and over again there's a wonderful story of this uh, young boy who used to go to learn judo to this uh, judo sensei. And uh, he was, you know, maybe 10, 12 years old. So he used to go. He was pretty good at judo. He was practicing and so on. And then this boy had an accident in which he lost his right arm. So his right arm had to be amputated. So from the shoulder, he had no, no arm. So when he came out of hospital and he recovered and so on, his sensei went to see him. He didn't see him, so he went to see him. And the boy said, you know, I really love judo, but uh, now I can't do. Sensei said, no, 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 of course you can do. Who told you you can? Come, come to the door. I will teach you. So he came. And his teacher, his sensei, he taught him one particular hold, one particular throw. He said, practice this. So this boy practiced one month, two months, six months, one year, two years. And every day for hours and hours, he is practicing this one throw. That's it. So after about two years, this boy is now about maybe 14 or so. He said to his sensei, he said, you never teach me anything else. I mean, this thing I've been doing, I can do it in my sleep. You know, I mean, I've been doing this for two years. You never taught me anything else. Why? Sensei said, just do it. Don't ask me, just do it. So, 
few more months passed then there was a national competition judo competition so the sensei entered this boy in all the all the levels all the weights so he entered him at his level at his age then he entered him at older and then he entered him in the heavyweight so his age he literally you know two seconds opponent is on the ground khalas it's fantastic oh he won the won the match goes to the next level so when he goes when he's going to the next level the organizers they say to the to the sensei to his teacher they say look this this kid is only 14 the people the the, oppo- the opponent is uh, 17 or 18 he's heavier he's bigger he said don't worry this boy will fight said, okay he put him in the thing and again same thing one minute the other guy is flat so now the final and this is a heavyweight world champion so they said to him this champion will kill this kid so don't do that i mean this is you know this uh, is no he this boy will fight enter him so they said you have to write you know this boy has to sign you have to sign give us an indemnity because something happens to this kid then you know we are not taking responsibility said, no problem we'll sign it they signed so this boy went and the sensei told him don't worry you you just do your stuff right now fight started again to everybody's surprise in 2 minutes the heavyweight champion is flat on his back and this boy is now world heavyweight champion obviously everybody there you know big claps and this and that and prize and what not now as they are going home this boy says to his teacher he said tell me what happened he said i know i he said i know i won this thing but how how did this happen was it accidental or something how did i beat this guy I mean, this guy is like double my size the sensei said it's very simple he said i taught you one move one throw he said the counter to that throw is to grab your right arm and you have no right arm <laughs> he said you are unbeatable nobody can beat you <laughs> right he said the only counter to this throw is that the opponent has to grab your right arm and he said you have no right arm they can't grab you so you are unbeatable now think about this here is something which this boy saw as boring every day i have to do the same thing you know why am i learning this thing but then when he is now world champion he realizes the value of that and that is the value of consistency so expertise is repeatability it's not doing something right once it is the ability to do the, the thing right every single time expertise is repeatability one time right can be an accident also you know you 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 do target practice you shoot the thing bullseye khalas then next time even i don't know how did it happen no expertise is repeatability every single time the same thing and that comes with consistent practice right practice thoughtful practice 10000 hours and that's my reminder to myself and you is to don't get bored do the right thing and keep doing it that's how you build expertise wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ya rahman